We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You're listening to Setting the Pace, your go-to Pacers podcast with Alex Golden and Michael Focci. Ball loose. Duarte, he knows where the clock is, lets it fly, and hits again! It's Halliburton at the buzzer, Captain Kush with another one! Brogdon goes inside, and Turner finishes! Halliburton leaves it off for Batase. Go, go! Good job! Oh, what a move by Heald, he lays it in! Heald, hotter than fish grease! Drops it off to Jalen Smith! With the poster! Jackson the catch, Jackson the basket! Washington, again. Five of them. Pacers got the steal, out running is Brissette, pounds it home. It's it to Taylor, Taylor missed it, tips it in. Warren lets it fly, yes! T.J. Warren is not human! Halliburton gonna slam it at the other end. Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode here of Setting the Pace. I'm your host, Alex Golden. You can find me on Twitter at AlexGoldenNBA. Today, I am going to be doing a solo podcast because Michael Fachi, as you guys know, is headed to Brooklyn. And we felt like we wanted to get another podcast out this weekend for all of you guys. It's been awesome to see how much you guys are listening to the show and what you guys have to say. So with that being said, before we get into today's topics, I want to let you guys know that we have created a YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please follow the link in our Instagram bio and go subscribe. It's it's really cool to see the number of subscribers we've gotten already. I've put up about seven videos already. One was an exclusive from the podcast that we did. It was, should the end of the Pacers trade for Donovan Mitchell? Um, it's a pretty fun video. Me and Fachi go back and forth. Fachi threw out some counter trades to the one. That Bleacher Report put out there. So if you haven't already, go check that out. It's been up for about three days now. We also had on some great guests. You guys know Lance Stevenson was on this podcast recently. We took some of those bites from that interview and put them into YouTube clips. So if you missed that, go check that out. And of course, Jake Fisher was on the podcast just on Tuesday. So we were able to talk with him about all the latest NBA rumors. Obviously, things can change within the next couple of days, but Really interesting to hear his perspective on Miles Turner, DeAndre Ayton, Colin Sexton, OG Ananobi, Jalen Brunson. All those names are mentioned in there. TJ Warren as well. 
And then another video we put up was Jalen Smith. What does his future look like for Indiana? That was a fun conversation to have with Jake Fisher as well. But for today's podcast, ladies and gentlemen, the Indiana Pacers have quite a bit of cap space this offseason, but who are they going to spend it on? That is the million-dollar question. $30 million in cap space. Obviously, that does not factor in their draft picks yet, but they've got some players they could move. Malcolm Brogdon sitting there at $22.6 million for three years. Buddy Hill, $21.1 million. They've got Miles Turner at an expiring $18 million. So what are they going to do this upcoming offseason? It's going to be interesting, but I thought it'd be fun to look at ways the Pacers could use that cap space to absorb a bad contract and acquire a draft pick with it. There's a lot of question marks here on what teams would be willing to give up to get off of a player's contract, but we've seen it multiple times. It feels like the Oklahoma City Thunder have constantly been the team to absorb bad contracts. We know they took on Kimba Walker with a pick from the Boston Celtics. We know they took on Al Horford plus stuff from uh, Philadelphia. So it, it's just one of those things where the Pacers could do something similar and try to get another draft pick in this 2022 NBA draft. This is why I think they would be willing to do it because they were supposed to have in Jeremy Sohan Friday for a workout. The Indiana Pacers are not taking Jeremy Sohan with a six overall pick. That's just pretty much out of the question. Sohan is falling between that 12 to 15 range. So it makes a lot of sense for them to want to get back into that range to maybe look at a guy like that and take him. He was not able to work out because of a plane uh, the, the flight was canceled, so he was not able to make it in with two other players that were going to work out for the Indiana Pacers, but Dyson Daniels, he worked out for the Pacers as well as Benedict Matherin on Friday, so I've seen some mock drafts have Dyson Daniels sitting there at 6, 7, 8, but I've also seen some where he's in the 10, 11, 12 range, so once again, there's a lot of possibilities here, but we're looking today specifically at teams that could be willing to give up salary and the Pacers absorb that to get another pick. So we're going to start things off here with the Minnesota Timberwolves. This is a team that I'm just really confused by what they're going to do moving forward. I love the pieces they have around Towns and, of course, Anthony Edwards. But what do they do with D'Angelo Russell's contract? Is he somebody they would be willing to move off of? I think it's pretty obvious. They want to get rid of him. He's got a $31 million expiring contract. Does that make sense for the Pacers to pretty much use all of their cap space to absorb a guy like D'Angelo Russell. I think you can make the case that it does make sense, especially if you think, well, we can pair him with Halliburton for like half the season and maybe flip him in the season if he plays really well. But for me, I'm avoiding D'Angelo Russell at all costs in this exercise. I'm looking at Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley has two years left on his contract. It's about 14 to $15 million right now per year. It's not bad. They also have the 19th overall pick in the NBA draft. So with this deal, the Indiana Pacers would take back Beasley in the 19th pick, and they would only give up pick 31. No players are going out in this deal. They're basically moving up 12 spots in the draft and taking back that contract. I don't view Malik Beasley as a bad contract, but it allows the, the Timberwolves to open up some cap space to add to this team that had a really fun series against the Memphis Grizzlies in the first round. Obviously, Chris Finch has done a great job there as their head coach. They just brought in um, general manager, president of the team, uh, Tim Conley from, from Denver. So it's a big get for them. A lot of people really 
have a lot of respect for him. So this is a move I could see him making to be aggressive because it would open up a total of $18 million in cap space for Minnesota, while also leaving 15 or 14.5 in cap space for the Pacers. So Beasley's contract would be about $15.5 million for the next uh, for this season and next season at that rate per year. So could the Pacers do this? I think it does open up some options. They still, like I said earlier, they have that card to trade Brogdon Turner, uh, TJ McConnell, Buddy Heald later, but this would get them right there before pick before the 20s at pick 19. We've seen a lot of good talent get drafted in that range. The Pacers have been in that range multiple times and they just haven't got the right guy. I mean, Let's just be honest, TJ Leaf, they could have had a John Collins. They could have had an OG Ananobi. Missed on that. Gogo Batadze was drafted. They could have had maybe a Grant Williams, somebody in that range, Matisse Stiebel. So there's always like these players that end up being pretty good or at least valuable assets where the Pacers just haven't had great luck. So maybe they actually hit this time with a pick at 19 and they take back some salary. But I mean, look at last year. I think a lot of people were excited about the Pacers trading up from 31 to get Isaiah Jackson at 22. So you know, maybe they find an Isaiah Jackson type player there. So that to me is really interesting. Now, another team that I think could make a lot of sense in terms of wanting to dump a salary is the Houston Rockets. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Houston Rockets are a team that has a little bit of cap space right now. I think they're around like the 4 to $5 million range. But if they want to add another young player to the core of what is projected to be Jalen Green and Paolo Boncaro, they could get off some of these bigger contracts they have. Obviously, we know they have John Wall's expiring. 
for $47 million, which is just a crazy amount of money. They've got Christian Woods expiring, which is about $14 million. They also have Eric Gordon under contract, and his contract's an interesting one because next year is not guaranteed. So he is essentially an expiring contract as well. He'll be making $19.5 million this season. So this deal, I have the Indiana Pacers taking back Eric Gordon. They're also getting pick 17 and the 2024 second via the Golden State Warriors. Now, the Rockets in this deal are getting Goga Batadze in pick 31. The Pacers, to me, I think it's time to move on from Goga. Goga played well against the Rockets when they visited in Houston this year. Maybe the Rockets say, hey, with uh, Sengun there, we, we can play Goga behind him. We're trying to continue to do our youth movement. It gives us some cap space to go out there and maybe make a play for a guy like Colin Sexton. I don't know. There's a lot of different options they could do, but this opens up $22.3 million in cap space for the Rackets. And that does not include Christian Woods expiring that they could flip somewhere else. So maybe they get involved in a sign and trade for DeAndre Ayton if they really like him to go with Paolo and, and Jalen Green. I think there's endless opportunities here now for a team like Houston to be able to go out and make some major moves. Now, you might say, well, if they're willing to do that, why don't they just do like a sign and trade with Gordon for X player? Well, maybe some of these other teams don't want to take on Eric Gordon's contract. Maybe they don't want to put him on there because, look, the interesting thing about his non-fully guaranteed contract for 2023-2024, that it, it does become guaranteed if not waived by June 28th, next season in 2023 also if eric gordon is to make the all-star game before the 23-24 season or if his team wins the nba title and he has played at least 500 minutes in the regular season or 750 minutes between regular season and playoffs during the championship run that contract is guaranteed so let's just say for example there was a lot of rumors last year that he could get traded to the phoenix suns the phoenix suns were considered a, a title contending team if he gets traded to phoenix he might help them you know win the title or whatever and that becomes a guaranteed contract the next year when he's probably on the decline quite a bit now you're not going to complain if you win a championship but i don't think eric gordon's going to be the reason you do it so maybe they would rather just do a sign and trade for deandre Ayton without having to take back a contract like that maybe they don't take back anything but it, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. So I'm just, I'm just throwing the ideas out there. The Pacers would have 11.5 or excuse me, $15 million still in salary if they take back this deal. So I, I think it could be interesting for Indiana to do this because now they, they know they could find other ways to get off Gordon's contract and they still get that pick at 17 because look, 17 is the spot where I think Terry Eason, a guy that I'm super high on, love his upside, could be at. The Pacers drafted Danny Granger at pick 17 because he fell. Maybe there's a guy that falls that we don't think should fall, and he does. Maybe you get a, um, a Mark Williams, a really good center, to replace Goga there at, at 17. I don't know. There's just so many endless opportunities there for the Pacers. And I also really like the idea of getting that Golden State 2024 second-round pick. I'll be honest with you, it's probably not going to be a good pick. But anytime you're able to move a second round pick, it only helps you um, in terms of deals. Like the Cavaliers were able to say, okay, well, we'll give you a lottery protected first round pick 
as well as our 31st pick for Karis LeVert. But that lottery protection, if we make, if we miss the playoffs the next two years, then it becomes two seconds. Okay, well, the Pacers can do something similar to that, like the Cavaliers did in a deal with them. They could say, okay, we'll throw in this Warriors 2024 second because I believe the Lakers 2024 second is included in that Pacers deal with the Cavs. So it's just like endless opportunities when you have these second round picks. So I think it's something the Pacers should keep an eye on here with the Rockets. And then last but not least, everybody's team to talk about trades and we never have really seen one. The, at least I can't recall the last time these two teams have made a trade. It's the Charlotte Hornets and the Indiana Pacers. Look, the Hornets have a lot of guys they could probably move off of. Terry Rozier is probably number one. They just signed him to an extension. He's making $21 million uh, per year for the next four years. That's a lot of money to take back. I don't think the Pacers are willing to take back Terry Rozier's contract for pick 13 or pick 15. They've also got Gordon Hayward, who's around $30 million for the next two years. Does he make any sense for Indiana to take some back? Look, you might be able to convince him, hey, you know, you're going to be here in Indiana. You know, you like it here. Your, your family wants to be here. Clearly, there's a spot at the floor the Pacers could desperately need him to play. But if he can't stay healthy, $30 million is a lot of money to take back for two seasons. So I went a different route. I didn't go with those two. I went with two expiring contracts, Kelly Oubre and Mason Plumley, as well as pick 15. We're not going for 13. We're going with pick 15. I think you could negotiate here, but I think you give them the better of the two and you take the worst of the two. So pick 15 is a little bit worse than 13. They're giving up a rotational player, a guy that came off the bench, Kelly Oubre, and they're giving up their starting center from last year, Mason Plumley. Look, I don't think Plumley is uh, a very good center. I don't even know if he's in the top 20 for starting centers in the NBA. So uh, I don't think it's a major loss to move on from him and I think really address this situation in the offseason. But they also have to look at Miles Bridges and his upcoming free agency this offseason, as well as next year, PJ Washington. So they've got a lot of money they're going to have to be handed out. And then before you know it, they're going to have to pay LaMelo Ball. So they've got a lot of guys they're going to have to start paying here when these rookie deals start expiring. So we're going to give them Goga Batadze and pick 31 in this deal, exactly the same package we gave the Rockets for that deal. Look, I think it makes a lot of sense for Charlotte because Goga's a center. He's a young center. He's not going to cost you much. Could be a good backup, just given a role. I think Kenny Atkinson being hired there would be great for Goga. I think he would really enjoy the development there, a little bit more freedom. We know they drafted Kai Jones last year. And at 13, I know I talked about Mark Williams maybe falling to the paces at 17, but could they take Mark Williams at 13? What if Jalen Duren slides? I mean, he's projected to be a lottery pick, but we did our setting the pace mock draft and Jalen Duren slid out of the top 14. So maybe they like Duren at 13. So they get, you know, a really nice young core of centers with Jalen Duren, Kai Jones, and Gogo Batadze. I don't think it's the worst idea to do this and to create $29.8 million in cap space. Look. That is where this all is coming to for Charlotte. If they don't like those group of centers, this just makes a DeAndre Ayton sign-and-trade even more doable for them. Or they could even go for a bigger home run and try to trade for Rudy Gobert and not have to give up a ton of salary back to the, back to the Jazz to make it work. So just endless opportunities here. The Pacers would be giving the Hornets if they want to get another lottery pick or another pick in the top 15. So I like all three of these deals because the Pacers are getting, you know, some draft picks back. But do I really want the Pacers to give up all their flexibility 
in terms of cap space for these type of players? Probably not. I think when you're looking at it overall, the Rockets trade makes the most sense because I think you could flip Eric Gordon in the season or maybe before the season even starts to a team that's looking for someone like that. Like if you had Eric Gordon and Buddy Hood on your roster, would you be willing to trade them for Russell Westbrook? I know it sounds crazy, but look, if you held on to both of them, come February, trade deadline, Russell Westbrook's still not playing great out there in Los Angeles. They're looking for a way to get better. All of a sudden, the Pacers have Buddy Hill, Eric Gordon that could go out there and play with LeBron and Anthony Davis and the other players they're going to end up getting. Could you trade both those and then maybe get a future first, like a 2027 or a 2029? Like, I know it's way down the road, but you got to think about this stuff. This stuff could be valuable for the Pacers in the future. So I, I like the idea of that, but I also like the idea of Plumlee and Uber being expiring contracts. Obviously, you could probably flip both of them. They're not making much money. I think Plumlee's around nine and Uber's around 13 or whatever. It's very, very low cost. And if there's teams that are looking for like a backup center depth, Plumlee could be that guy. Ubre could be that wing depth that a team looks for in a trade. So you just are allowing yourself more opportunities to make deals by taking on these contracts and getting picks back. So it's a really fun exercise to look at. Obviously, it's not perfect. It's not ideal. And these are kind of boring. They're not the real sexy trades that we talked about, but I think they're interesting. So with that being said, if you haven't already, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Setting the Pace 3 and over on Instagram at Pacers Talk. Like I said at the top of the show, you can find me on Twitter at AlexGoldenNBA. You can find me on Instagram, AlexGoldenNBA, for some Thursday trivia. That's about all I do on that. But my co-host, Mike Focci, moving into Brooklyn this weekend, moving as we speak. He's on Instagram and Twitter at underscore F-A-C-C-I. And if you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and review and f- subscribe to our YouTube channel, Setting the Pace, a Pacers podcast. If you guys like these ideas, let me know on Twitter. If you hate them, let me know on Twitter. I just want to know what you guys think because this is a really fun exercise to do. Also, to close it out, let me hear your trade ideas. I want to know what you guys think in terms of absorbing a bad contract. Like, I think there's more options you can do out there. You could use that cap space to make a sign and trade for Aiton or Colin Sexton or maybe even Miles Bridges. Like, you can go down that path too. But it's just the, the term flexibility. These are options that you could do and still potentially create more cap space if you are to trade a guy like Brogdon or Buddy or something like that to a team that has that cap space and create more space for yourself. So just endless opportunities here for the Pacers with where they're at. But that being said, thank you all so much for listening. I'll be back on Sunday night with a special guest, Rashad Phillips. We're going to be talking about the NBA draft, a lot of NBA draft coverage this week, ladies and gentlemen, so buckle up for that. But I think he's very high on a certain player at number six somebody that could have worked out for the Pacers already. So uh, that's my tease there for you guys, but he definitely will be coming on to talk with us about that and why he's excited to see what the Pacers do here with the spot they're in. So I hope you all have a great weekend and we'll talk to y'all on Sunday. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. 
And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.